Dear Lord, thank you for being our God and thank you for wanting not only to listen to us, but to speak to us as well. And so Lord, we, we ask that you would be here and, and, and Lord, inspire us on how you would have Sabbath school be taught and Lord, may there be a really good discussion and may our eyes be on you as our prayer in Jesus' name, amen. So this is really funny. <laughs> we, um, we were having a conversation. Okay, come on in. Good to see you all. We are having a conversation yesterday after class and um, just talking about Sabbath school and the goals of Sabbath school. And um, I said to Brenda, I said, let's leave the chairs up the way they normally have it and let's just see if anybody says anything. And Sherry walks in. <laughs> Sherry, Sherry gets to hear and goes, oh, <laughs> guess we're going traditional chairs today, right? And then Tiny and Ken, you were like, I saw you. You were like, where are we going to sit? How's this going to work? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't have, you, don't have to, you don't have to get deep into that. But no, this is kind of interesting because um, it's something as simple as how you arrange the room um, really changes the dynamic, right? So um, if you don't mind, forgive me, some of you just got, it, 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 you don't have my problem, but I have to kind of wiggle myself into these things. But um, um, if you don't mind, we're going to restructure this classroom. But I want to ask you a question. Because um, this, is, this, is, uh, this is important. What is it that you want to accomplish in your classroom in Sabbath school? Like what are some of the goals that you have that will help you determine uh, how, you're, how you set it up? Does that make sense? So what, what are some of the goals you might have? Well, like, the main goal I always have is, is to make sure we knowing what they learned today. Did they learn anything? Okay, okay. So, so man, that's, okay, that's fantastic, Sherry. So there's the, I want them to understand this knowledge, yes. right? Okay, that's extremely important. What are other goals? Yes. To have them communicate their thoughts about what we're discussing with me. But if I'm up there and they're lined up like this, it's like you sit there and shut up and you listen. Ah. Okay, so you want communication to happen. So let me ask you right now. I mean, communication is happening, but, you know, this type of style, and I'm not looking to attack or rip on anything or anyone, um, but this type of style, what is it set up for? Lecture, right? Like I'm going to talk and you're going to listen. And, and and by the way, is that always bad? No. no. So you really have to say, uh, as a teacher, like, what am I looking to do today, or this this week, this coming Sabbath? What do I want to have happen? And then based on that, you set up your classroom. Uh, one of the terms that are used is it's called a nudge. Right? So yesterday we nudged you. What were we nudging you to do? Right. In, 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 in what type of way? Teamwork. Right? Teamwork. Right? We're nudging you to talk. We're nudging you to create relationship in a small level and then a larger level. So you, when you were in those quads, those groups of four, and then some added, there was, there was, there was a desire that you would make a connection with each other. Right? So, if, and, and here's what I'd like you to do. This is our assignment this morning. Uh, because I, I, I'm not here to tell you there's only one way to set up your Sabbath school classroom. But I'm going to give you a goal, and then you, you guys decide how we set up the classroom this morning. Because I hope that this is going to be very um, interactive and helpful for you. Yesterday was just a straight-up simulation. We just... We just did something, and then the next uh, three days, today will be what to do before the class begins, and talking about kind of the logistics piece, logistical pieces. Uh, tomorrow will be how do you function as a, as a teacher during the actual Sabbath school class, and then Thursday we're going to talk about what happens after Sabbath school. Because what happens from 10.30, 10.40, or whatever, until the following <coughs> week really is going to determine, I believe, your success. 
Okay, so here's, here's, here's the goal. My goal is that we would be able to dialogue, to have you know, conversation. I, there are some things that we wanna share, but I wanna do it in a way to where we're all engaged, we're all able to see and uh, communicate with each other, okay? So, let, and, and maybe we don't have to move. Do you feel like this is conducive to seeing each other and watching each other as we communicate? Okay, so what would that look like to you? Okay, that's fine. Let's put a circle together. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Lori. Morning, Ken. Sure. Whatever, however you want to do it. Let's. Yeah, and so this is kind of the advantage you might have as a teacher because if no one. Now, now, now follow some of this logic here. We'll move these over here. Just, you can, you can look at this logistically and go, okay, you know that somebody's going to need to go to the bathroom, right? So, like, how easy is that to have happen? So, you might, you might do things like remove this so that there's an easy path. Also... This is if, if you're you're <laughs> if you're comfortable as an instructor, you like I can stand at the center, and that's kind of a different dynamic as well. But if I'm wanting to communicate that I am, so another thing too that I'm thinking is, uh, if I want people to know each other now, probably in all of your your classrooms in your your sub school classrooms. I'm guessing for the most part, you're gonna know 90% of your kids, I'm guessing. There'll be that occasional guest, guest that shows. Uh, hopefully more and more you know, come. But if, if you're wanting to know each other's name, I, I, I heard that the most beautiful sound to anyone's ears is their name, Jeff. <laughs> now, that might not be true to you, but... Uh, when people tell you they're, they know your name, that's a positive thing. Now, that can be really, really difficult, especially when you meet more and more people. Um, I get called Brad quite a bit. Yeah, I get called Mike. My brother is Mike. Uh, just recently, I had a fantastic conversation that I was hoping to get credit for. But at the end of the conversation, it was, thank you so much, Mike. You've been fantastic. <laughs> and they hung up, and I'm like, mm. So I called my brother. I'm like, you had a very amazing conversation. This is who it is. And um, congratulations. And he's like, <laughs> awesome. So, so that's, kind of, um, that's kind of how that works. So um, if I'm wanting, I'm, I'm wanting to, to have uh, this type of you know, dialogue, then this would be a good setup. Okay. So it's, it's all depending on, on what you want to do. Now, let me ask you this question. If I want to be able to access people quickly, would this be the best setup? Oh, I, or maybe I just don't sit down. Well, if you want to see each other's names, if that's what you're talking about, yeah. if you wanted to maybe a tiger circle. Well, as a facilitator, um, I'm going to need to be in a situation, I'm going to be able to need to move. Right, right, and and like I said, that, that's comfortable. Some people, some people like that's super awkward. You don't want them looking at you from all angles, um, or not. I don't know. Some people don't like to look at someone's backside while they're talking. So figuring that out too. So, so um, quad that quad setup that we had yesterday might be might be uh, good for you. Now, um, here's here's the reason behind this engaged Sabbath school method is. We're really, really trying to strengthen relationship. First and foremost, relationship with God. And I believe you do that, in my opinion, three, three big ways. Prayer, talking to each other. Uh, Bible study. You know, that's a major way that he speaks to our hearts. And service. And um, so that's, that's a key component. But... So that, that piece of relationship, but relationship with each other. And, and as we were talking, I was thinking relationship really, really grows when three things happen. 
One is you spend time with each other. Actually, let me back up. How do you think relationships grow? What components? Time? Okay, yeah, I tip my hand on that. Good job. What other ones? What other things happen? If you think of your, your, the best relationships that you're experiencing. Sharing? Communication. Okay, so communication is big. Absolutely. Anything else? Yeah, all right. And I, I, I think I, I, nailed, I, I identify that as life experience. You're just experiencing life, right? Yeah, so those are the three things. Now let me ask you this question. Um, when you look at Sabbath school, um, are you spending time together? Are you communicating with each other? And are you experiencing life together? If we put into a box Sabbath school, and we go, that's the 9.30 to 10.40 slot, and that's the only time we talk with each other, and when we do have class, I'll do all the talking and you'll do all the listening, we're really not meeting those three components. Does that make sense? So, how do you change that? What does that look like in your classroom? Go ahead, turn to the person next to you, discuss how does that look like if those are major goals that we are going to, as a class, spend time together with each other, we're going to communicate with each other, and we're going to share life experiences. What will that do to your Sabbath school class? Go ahead and discuss. All right. What did you guys come up with? Outreach? Okay. Tell me more. Good. Uh, I yeah. Um, have some get together at somebody's house for like a So the first two things that I've heard so far is not happening during Sabbath school. Is that what you're saying? Okay, just clarify. Hmm, that's interesting. Yes. Oh. And uh, we have potluck every week, so they set up the cup table and put out uh, uh, the plates and the napkins and then spend like dinner with. And then uh, for our community uh, uh, project, we do bags of love uh -huh. and take them to the guardian at, at the item to give out to kids who have, have to leave their homes. Sure. And um, then for our world project, we, just, we bring an offering and try to get $10 a month for Maranatha's um, $10 church. Cool. So you're doing a lot of things, you're working together, and there's a lot of key components there. Okay, good. So you really want to spend time with each other. Cool. Now, when you call them, are they offended? No. Oh, okay, that's good. Oh, you're the attendance lady? Thanks, Amy. All right. I live in Florida, and I have just five Oh, praise the Lord. That's awesome. My uh, daughter gets uh, a letter. If, if she misses Sabbath school, she gets a letter uh, with uh, her lesson and a note saying she's been missed. I'm like, I must be a, getting growing up to be a wuss. Like, I get emotional. I'm like, that is awesome, you know. And, Daddy, you got a mail, you know. And Daddy's like, all right, you know. And, and her Sabbath school teacher is like, she loves her Sabbath school teacher. And there's been recent statistical data by, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Barna, uh, that Sabbath school teachers, uh, specifically at certain ages of, of, of a young person's life or their formation, um, they have like more influence than the parents. They elbow, when, they're, when they're doing it well, like they're just, I mean, they're up there as, as one of the most influential people in their lives. And, um, I mean, there's power in the Sabbath school teacher. If, if anyone, anyone here, has anyone here had a really great Sabbath school experience growing up? I don't know if you had that. Yeah. I, 
Like you remember their teachers, right? You remember them talking to you. So that's good. Uh, anything else? Yeah, Mitch. The, your Sabbath school group, not just friends or their family members, they're part of your joys, your ups, your downs. Right. You're going through something with your son or you're going through something with work. You bring that to them and they're there to support you and back you up. And right. So it's yeah. not just the church or everything. It's your, you basically want to include them in your entire life and grow closer to them. Yeah. Yeah, you're living together. Right, it's community. Now, what I think what we're going to share, okay, is the the framers of our constitution would say self-evident. Like we're going to we're going to hear this and we're going to go like, duh, of course. And so I'm not exper- I'm not expecting you to go, I never thought of this before. Be friendly, you know, type of thing. <laughs> But it's not executed. That's what blows my mind is when I have conversations with people like, of course we need to do this, of course we need to do that. And then you go into the, their, their classroom and you're like, this is not what you... Of course. Yeah, this is not apparently self-evident or you would be doing that. Well, um, and Chad, I think it's because we're so focused Gotta get the material done. We gotta do this. You know, we're so focused on what needs to be done mm-hmm. that we forget the relationship. Exactly. We forget. We're, we're doing our to-do list. And it's getting, okay, that was a successful staff school because I got everything done here. Right. Um, you know, I've been in a situation where um, I'm in a good conversation with this, with with another youth, and 9:30 hits, and I've had you know some of the other adults in there. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and that's an issue because there's a difference between giving a speech and connecting. And if you're in charge of Sabbath school and you're in charge of every little minutiae, you're just thinking and you're you've got one eye on that clock, right? And like, you know, and, and you're really upset that everyone's on their phones and not paying attention, but man, you got an agenda. And we're going to get through it. And then afterwards, you're going to be ticked that these kids are so focused on their, you know, social media. And, and so I'm, what I'm suggesting is there might be a better way. Um, one of the things that happens from a teacher perspective is as we're dialoguing and someone else is talking and processing, what does that give you an opportunity to do as a teacher? Yeah. Right, like why, if you keep talking, Lori, I'll be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like you're literally, not, not only you're, you're actively listening, of course, but, but um, yeah, exactly. And here's something that I think might be a radical paradigm shift, and that is we always talk about, we, and I say we, excuse me, that's an absolute, but like um, I hear this hurdle, I hear this a lot, you know, we, our young people need to get more involved. Have you ever heard that? Or they're, they're the, we need them to be leaders and, you know, you know whatever. And, and then that's like this little mantra, but nothing backs up. What if you processed key components of your Sabbath school and then asked your young people to take those portions over? For instance, let, let me ask, what are some things that... Um, what are some components of your Sabbath school? Like every week, these things happen. Okay, we have prayer, music, lesson study, mission story. You do a mission story? Okay. Anything else? The first thing we do is we go around the table and everybody talks about their week, how their week was, you know, praises, prayer week. Uh, what would you call that, Elaine? Well, kind of like a mini prayer meeting. Hey, buddy. Here. Discussions about how things went, and then we pray about things together. So it would be, you know, the communication. Ah, okay, so we've got communication. Okay, so what if, what if you had leaders for all of that? 
Now you say, well, man, my Sabbath school's got three kids. Two of them are mine. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, like that happens, right? Let's just be real. Or I'm the youth person and I'm the only one. So um, here's what happens. You're going to probably do these things. But Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, can I have one? All right. So, uh, so you're, you're thinking this through. You're like, because this is what's so awesome about Jesus. He would go up to people and he'd go, this is really what I think he said. I think you can do what I do. When he said, follow me, he essentially was saying, follow me in all ways. You know how amazing it is when someone comes up to you and says, you know what, Mitch, I see something in you. You could totally do this. And, and most people, not all, but most people go, oh no, that ain't happening. That's the default answer. But like, no, 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 no. I really could use you. I think you would be amazing on the team. All I need you to do is read a mission story every week. That's it. Could you do that? I need you on the leadership team. So now what happens is, instead of your typical, like, um, I'm just being very real, uh, at 10 o'clock on Friday night, I'm going to get through this lesson, pull out a couple of things so I can zing them at the kids, you know, tell them a couple of testimonies how I used to be a sinner, but now I'm a saint. And that can get me to 1040. Instead, you've got a leadership team that's meeting and prayerfully considering what's going on next week. You follow what I'm saying? And so it's prayer time. Okay, Carrie, prayer leader. And you're like, okay, hey guys, what are, what are our prayer requests? Like we did parking lot yesterday. Okay, parking lot happens, but Carrie's in charge of parking lot. She's going to take those requests and then she's going to communicate those things throughout the week. Because Carrie's our prayer warrior. And everyone knows that if you need something, Carrie's the one. You, you follow what I'm saying? And, and, and so you have these key components that you're getting ready for. The lesson study. My, yeah, sure. Um, so are you talking about other adults or are you talking about children being the leaders? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I, he, I, I must say this. I don't think just because someone's young means they should do it. Like some people think that, look, that person did a horrible job, but he's 13. No, I mean, like, I think you should train them. You should mentor them. But me, if you're talking me, yeah, I want my squad to be young. But if they're, they're my age, that's not terrible. But I, I'm looking to disciple and mentor young people. I'm a teacher and I have sometimes up to 15. I have the juniors and the teens. So it's like I, it's me and the kids. So there's no grown-ups to be like, hey, help out with this. So. Right. Like if I were you, I would, I would start. Now what happens if half your group is your leadership team? It's sweet. You've got allies in the entire class. They're going to listen because they know how hard you work during the week. Out of respect. I mean, like, there's something that happens when you form a team, right? I got your back. They're going to start contrib contributing. Mitch? You, you also want to start earlier, like you said, growing up as a kid, if you had a really good Sabbath school teacher, you yeah. remember stuff. Right. Well, as teens or your late youth, or early youth, if you connect with that leader earlier and you find out, she or he has been very motivational for this kid. Hey, yes. these kids work really well in taking the lead in prayer or taking the lead in scripture And you find that out as they work their way up. That's what they've been doing. Yep. You're right, in. You're right on. That's exactly right. And, and when a young person texts another young person to do something, that has way more weight. They're going to take that call. They're going to take that text. Okay? Yes? Well, yeah, because we're, we're, that's what we're wired to do. Right? I mean, when we just become consumers, which is basically our society, 
Look at how horrible our society has just plummeted because we just consume. But God wired us to give. And so when this happens, you're, you're getting a totally different dynamic now. There's a lot of different components that are, that are happening. And part of the training, too, is it, what it allows you to do is imagine if you were the Sabbath school leader and you didn't do anything. Everyone else, your leadership team did. You were just mentoring. Imagine the things that you could be doing. Like, for instance, if I, if I wasn't uh, one of the key speakers of this, I could be looking and watching non-verbally everyone here and just, you know, every little piece and, and dissecting that. Because young people communicate non-verbally to the extreme. You can tell very quickly how someone is feeling and whether they want to be there or not. And that allows you to do some, some maybe even counseling, right? But so let's, sorry, let's go through these components. One, this first component here is, it's, if, if, again, this, this isn't new light and you're going to be, of course, be friendly. Now, you'd be surprised how many Sabbath schools aren't. Like, it's just, they don't, they're not communicating, they're smiling. People will come into the room and will wander aimlessly in a room. Have you ever gone into a room where, like, there's only three people and the other two are talking and they're not acknowledging you? You're, you're the guest and you're like, uh, should I be here or not? And you have just a short window before you're like, I think I'm going to leave. Like the head nod, guys, they ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Having that conversation is important. Yeah. We're great huggers. You know? Okay, you're a hugger. I like hugs. And I uh, between 15 and 24 years old, and no one is offended. You're not? You, you do the side hug? You the A-frame? How do you go? <laughs> you're not fussy. You're not fussy. You can go the, uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Go get your name badge. Yeah. When they come in, everyone has a name badge that they get to collect. And for any guest who doesn't have one, I make one up personally for them. Here's your temporary badge. Sure. And it, I know, again, there's a cost to that, and but the, the, the permanent badge and that type of thing. You know what's really super cool about that? I don't know if you do this, is if you have the, the, the you said the temporary and then the long-term badge. Like if every guest gets a long-term badge, the next time they come in, they see their badge on the wall. Now they're community. Yeah. Like you're, you know, could it be that when someone comes to your Sabbath school, they're only a visitor once? A good friend of mine, Jeff Young, he's in, in Grand Rapids. Man, that brother, he meets you once, and by the end of the meeting, he's like, ah, who are you bringing next time? And we've got things for you. And you're like, whoa, I just, oh, no, no, you're part of the group now. <laughs> I mean, he did that to me. He didn't know me from Adam. He's like, all right, you know, he's working me. I'm like, I like you. <laughs> you know, I don't even live here, but man, I like you. Uh, he, he, he gets it. But, you know, what is not happening in society? We know more about people than we've ever had, have, but we just don't have relationship. This generation, Generation Z, is the most depressed, suicidal um, generation in the history of America. But yet, they could tell you more about yourself than you feel comfortable them knowing with just a few pushes of the phone. But man, you, Facebook isn't taking care of relationship, which, which is what we're hardwired to do, right? Okay, so be friendly. So you're, you're training your staff, you're training your leadership team to do that. Now, once you have your leadership team going, okay, now you, know, you might have three, four, five that are all thinking that way. And so when someone comes... They're immediately greeted by four or five people. That's powerful. Now, tell me, and this, this would be a good thing to discuss, if there's anyone in this room that would consider themselves more of an introvert, is that a problem for you? Or what methods work well for you when you enter a room so that you're not freaked out from a greeting? Yeah, like is that... I, I, by the way, I, I'm not suggesting that introverts are like... Um, 
like this is bad or anything. My wife is very introverted. So if she walked into a room and five people went up and went, hey, how you doing? She might be like, oh, you know, type of thing. Um, where I would be like, hey. <laughs> Ken. Yeah. Just having like smorty, for instance. Right. Yeah. And you, and you train your team to do that. To be cool about it. Don't be like super, you're not selling them Amway products. You know, just relax. Say hello. Yeah. Carrie? I would tend to be more introverted, but I, I would like it more I said who I know. So. Right. Yeah, or by themselves. That would be the worst. You know, they're over in the corner, and everyone just kind of looks at them like, you're new, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, let me ask you this question. Does that happen a lot with that age group? Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, it was awkward. They don't want to, you know. But if you have that team trained, to have like, hey, Carrie, nice to sit by me. Just just something as simple as that. To train these young people, like this is not a bad thing, right? Um, it really can transform your group to where they're looking forward to Sabbath school. I don't know if you have this experience. Right now, my daughter is five, and she can't wait to get to Sabbath school. She just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. And my experience in Sabbath school was there was a certain age where that kind of shifted. And my prayer is that that will never shift for her. Ever. You know, 45 and going, I got to get to Sabbath school, you know. <laughs> but sometimes in our Sabbath schools, even specifically, you know, let's cross over to adult. It's, you know, a lot of times it's in a church. There might be two going on in the sanctuary. You're not acknowledged. You just kind of slide in, you know. If you don't, if you're not of the faith, they're working off some quarterly. It looks like a book, you know. And they're go to Tuesday's lesson, and you're like, Tuesday, <laughs> you don't even know what's going on. You might get a handshake later by a deacon. I mean, it's it's just not set up to 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 be inclusive. Um, so. Prayer time, we touched about that earlier, you know, having that prayer leader. I think it's, you know, if you can create an environment where they'll get on, they'll catch on just by how you respond, but man, when they realize that, man, this, these people will all pray for me, I can tell them about whatever I'm dealing with and no one's going to judge me, but they're all going to go, we're going to lift that up to the Lord. <clears throat> man, that's so amazing. It's so powerful to have that. Um, which transitions to Bible study. Okay, again, as I'm getting ready for class, right now, this is I, this is more of a process because here's what I know: majority of you Sabbath schools don't use a quarterly. Some do, and I'm not anti-quarterly. I'm just saying I, I know that to be true. Um, so whatever you're looking to do, um, this would be the here's the process I would follow in the classroom. But I, I believe very strongly that we need to be in the Word of God. We need to be able to say, this is what God says. And, and you're wanting to foster uh, an atmosphere of whatever God says matters most. Because He's always looking out for us. He always cares for us. But So if, if it's a topic that I'm going over, or even if it's a lesson study... What I'm wanting to do is to establish no more than three main points. Like I'm, I'm recognizing that I, I'm not going to be able to cover more than three main points. And the average person won't remember more than three points. If you can narrow it down to one thing, let me ask you this, and I, I, I'm hedging my bet on this. Those were here yesterday. What was the main point of our study? Prayer? Right. That God wants to have two-way communication with us. That was it. Now, I didn't have to get up and go, here's uh, three points to my speech this morning or whatever. But I, I, you know, Brenda and I were saying, look, this is what we want to drive home. This point. And if you got it, praise the Lord. <laughs> but so as you're prepping for this, you know, these are these main points. And then allow the Scripture to explain those points. 
if your points aren't in Scripture, don't don't try to find Scripture to twist your points or whatever. It, it needs to be in the Word of God and, and, and just establish that, okay? So, what I'd like to do a little bit about uh, is, is could someone give me any topic? It doesn't matter. Any topic. That, okay, fruits of the Spirit. Fantastic. Good. Fruits of the Spirit. Okay, now that... Um, uh, let's say you're going to go through f- some fruit, okay? Now, um, would you like to name a fruit of the Spirit? Joy, fantastic. All right, so let's say that today, uh, our, or, or this coming Sabbath school, we're going to do a study on what the Bible has to say about joy, okay? Now, we can do the whole fruits of the Spirit, or we could do joy, whatever. So you're going to need to do, as a, as a leader, or your Bible study teacher, uh, which you could mentor, you're going to say, okay, let's go through, and what does the Scripture have to say about joy? Now, once you come up with your main point, okay, or whatever points you're going to have, you're through two, one to three points, then you're going to ask yourself this question, what are some, what are some applications in, in, in 2019 that um, we can take away from joy? Like, like what, what do I want them to be able to, to, to connect with, this is a biblical truth, how can I apply this today? Does that make sense? Am I commun- Okay, so here's what I want you to do. And, and by the way, this is a, I'm going to give you a, um, this is a teacher term. Uh, it's called think, pair, share. So whenever I say, hey, think about this, turn to your neighbor and discuss, that's, that's, a, that's an actual technique called think, pair, share. So I'm going to give you something to think about, then I want you to turn it, pair to the person next to you and share that that allows, you know, conversation. That allows dialogue. So here's my question. We're going to do a think, pair, share. Um, what are some what are some basic applications that? Um, man, I'm drawing a blank on how I'm going to say this. How can we uh, apply the principles of joy in our daily lives? Like what's how, how, how can I say, hey, this is why you need joy here in 2019? Does this make sense? Okay, so think about that for a second. Turn to your neighbor, discuss, and then we're going to share. Go. All right. Somebody wanna, does somebody want to share uh, some, a, a personal application to this concept of joy? This fruit, which is joy. Yeah. Um, just being able to show it any way that you can... Okay. Like you said, you can walk into a room and just by skating around, you can point out the kids that may be having struggles. But you, if you're able to show them, if you're walking in a room and you have this outward visual aspect of, hey, there's something with him that's different than anybody else. And you know, they may say, hey, we've heard he's going through this or this or this, and he's still able to show the joy. It kind of opens up and says, this person I don't want to talk to. Has got the ability to deal with whatever he's doing and still show the joy. Right now, that fruit. Now he didn't do it. The God must have gave him that fruit, so he must the Holy Spirit. But which, by the way, if you have joy, there's evidence that the Holy Spirit is active in your life. Like that's super cool. I mean, I think. <laughs> okay, good. Now, no. Okay, so again, a little teacher thought. So now I'm thinking. Okay, here's some principles of joy I want to talk about. Um, here's some scripture that backs that up. I'm going to go to James. You know, I'm going to go to Rome. It's going to do these different things. And um, but then I'm thinking, what are some questions that I can just put on the board? You remember yesterday when you came in? Did you see that question that was on the board? Do you remember what it was? You may know what it was, Brenda. Do you remember what it was? Right. What does communication look like with your best friend? Now, I was nudging you to the topic of prayer. But you didn't know it. You just came in and I was like, oh. So what you can do uh, when people walk into your classroom, based on your, how, you're, how you're set up, like if you're, in, if you're doing the quads like yesterday, you can go, hey, come on, have a seat. Got a question on the board. You guys should talk about that. And so you're, you're encouraging them to have a conversation other than what typically comes in. People come in and they, they're talking about things maybe maybe off, not necessarily spiritual, sharing whatever they're seeing on their phones. But you're, you're ready. You're, 
so when they walk in, they're like, oh, hey, yeah, I got this. And, and they start talking. And so you can ask a question that seems random and 2019, but really what you're doing is you're, you're connecting there. So let, let's throw out, can you think of some questions? We're talking about joy. We've, we mentioned like joy and pain. We talked about attractiveness. Joy is attractive, attractive to Jesus. We talked about a few things. Can you think of a question where, that you could ask so when they walk in, they would answer? Okay. What's the best part of your week? Good. That allows them to talk. Is it yeah? Is it difficult for you to be positive during times of trial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, so now, yeah. So then, those types of questions are coming in and they're dialoguing, right? And so things are gonna if you if once once you get used to the process, things really run smoothly, and you don't you don't kind of maybe they might not even realize it, but by the end of the time, you've taken them through music, you've taken them through prayer, and it's all been focused on this journey to. To, to communicate this one point or two points or maybe even three. But when they leave, they'll be like, yep, that I understand that. Right? The go ahead. And the question used to be more than a yes or no, because you want to get them talking. So if you would ask the question where they can answer yes or no, add a wise and yes. Well, I did that earlier with Elaine. Do you remember where I asked a question and you said one thing? I'm blessing you while you're drinking your water. But I, I asked you a question. I think your answer was service. I think that was just one word, which is typical youth answer, a one-word answer. Service. And it's really easy just to say, oh, that's interesting. Explain that. You know, that's like, like Brenda saying a why. And then, and, then, and then let that go. And if, if Elaine were to say, and this happens a lot with young people, like, I don't know, just service, you know, instead of like, no, you know, tell me, you know, you just go, oh, okay, does anybody else kind of know what she's trying to say? And then just, just work that. Because if you've ever seen a teacher ask a question and then immediately answer it, that's frustrating. And then rebuke you for not talking. And if you guys weren't so unspiritual, if you're so addicted to your phones, maybe you'd be interested in what the Lord has to say. Which he really is saying, you'd be interested in hearing what everything I have to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Well, can you say on your question, can you say, what do these items have in common? Bananas, apples, um, pears, and lemons. Sh sure. If you, if you, well, the answer would be fruit. Today we're going to talk about Okay, sure. You can do that. Um, yeah, I, I, to me, a good component of, I'm, I'm looking to do two things when I'm asking those types of questions. Um, one is to nudge them in a, in the direction that I'm, I'm going to want to talk about, and then two, I'm wanting them to talk a lot. So if you ask a question that is going to get maybe a second or two of response. For instance, your question, nothing wrong with your question, but if your group just went, they're all fruit, yeah, that's right, they're all fruit, then I would say you're, you're probably wanting something that's going to get them to talk for roughly one to three minutes. You don't want to throw that question on the board and go, they're good for 10, because nobody's going to talk about that for 10 minutes, right? So that's just to get you there. While you're still greeting, you're still having conversation, you're getting things ready, um, but they're you know, they're on, they're on point. You know, another thing I would possibly do is put up scenarios. Yeah. Uh, you could say, you know, you know find, find something positive in the following statement or scenario or these kind of things. And you put out some, you know, you can set cards on the table and you may have three of them. Or, you know, and they could, they could, and 
then maybe a little discussion afterwards. Mm -hmm. What's your final? What was your scenario? What was wow? Or you have them written on the board? Something like that probably would also. Excellent. Because sometimes I find that these it's I constantly I you know I have an idea and I'm trying to go a direction and people read the thing and they're like I guess and they take it a whole other you know like the fruit thing and they're like oh it's a salad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. you know, cooking ingredients. Or yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, no, not really. That was I was thinking something completely different. And well, can can I pause? Just in what you just did, like that's a, an amazing example because what that happens, what you just did is you said, no, you're not thinking the right way. You didn't mean to, not not you, but I mean when a, when you say no, 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 they're all fruit, fruits of the spirit. We're talking about fruits of the spirit. What you what you didn't mean to do, but what you just did was stop thinking. The wrong way and agree with me right. and and people they're like well i don't want to talk because i might not give the right answer has anyone ever thought that before <laughs> like i don't want to the last guy did it and the guy cut his head off you know <laughs> you know like right and so anyway go ahead keep going well, I was just, you know and that happens is because we in our minds think the answer is super obvious speakers do this all the time you know like and what's the answer yeah to this and yeah. you're trying and, you know and i do that i'm teaching classes yeah yeah you know and to me it's super obvious it's not super obvious no no it's like you can take that a million directions so a lot of times if you can kind of coach a little bit more have some of those things uh you can roll it too what else could it be yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, if they didn't get your answer first that would be awesome yeah. go that route and then And there's a simple word that you can use that makes that so seamless. It's just the word and. So if you ask something out, ask a question and someone says something, and it might be a different direction, you go, oh, excellent, and this. So you're not saying but or or, or you're not, and and I'm not trying to be postmodern either. I mean, if somebody says something that's just absolutely wrong, catastrophic, you know, 2 plus 2 is 17. No. but but there are times where you're asking questions that are very 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 subjective, yeah. right? And and if you say that's not where I was headed, that really is like Ugh. I always cringe when I hear people do that because you've just you've just that's a knock against what you're trying to do, right? So and is a beautiful word um, to, that says hey I validate what you just said and I'm going to contribute. And so when you're in this method, what's kind of cool is as you, if, if you're leading the class, you're, what you're communicating is, I'm a fellow learner. Like we're all in the same chair and, and the Bible is in front of us and, and we're learners, right? Um, that's a really great technique to non-verbally communicate that. However, when our initial setup with the chairs and the rows and everything, you're basically saying, I'm, I'm the giver of knowledge. And like I said, there's going to be scenarios where you probably want that type of setup, but you're going to have to make that call as a Sabbath school leader. Um, okay, so we're, we're, we're about out of time, but let, when you end the class, do you, does anybody remember the challenge that we gave yesterday? Yeah, do you remember, Brenda? Yeah. Pray to someone, okay. Right, pray three, to, to, to join us in this challenge of praying three specific times a day. And then, what's that? For real. For real. Yeah, yeah, pray for real. That, exactly. Um, and then also to find someone else that you could pray with every day. Now, this is what's great is, and there's two ways you can do this. You can do this, I, what I would, I would argue is the wrong way, to where you go, how many people pray? And you raise your hand. Hmm, those of you that didn't. Or write it on the board. We had five that didn't and one that did, you know. Um, but, but you can do it this way. And because it, if you start creating a culture where they're expecting you to, uh, maybe, maybe the wrong words, account, hold them accountable, but they're expecting to dialogue more about it in the future, they'll come ready. So, so you go, hey, you know, last week we had that challenge of praying three times a day. And, and looking for divine appointments to pray with other people on a daily basis. Did anyone have an experience like that, that was really powerful they want to share? Okay. Now, if you have a leadership team, oh, you do have one. Uh, with praying. Okay, good. Well, yeah. We were eating the, uh-huh. the community service um, 
Yeah. And uh, a lady was sitting across from us, and she had injured her finger. Uh-huh. And I asked her if I could pray for the yeah. healing of her finger. Praise the Lord. Okay, so you, you share that, and then everyone's like, oh, that was cool. You know, and, and there might be more. And here's the thing. What happens if there's so many testimonies that two-minute question grew to ten minutes? Okay. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, we praise the Lord for more time than we really thought. Good. Okay, and that fits really nicely around your prayer type. So Carrie's our prayer leader. Carrie's able to communicate that and, and, and write that down, and, and, and she's, you know, she, she's got that. So, so these are things that um, you, know, you want to do. And so on every week, just challenge them. You're, you're, you know, this is our theme. And then um, what we're going to talk about on Thursday is what happens, you know, obviously, after class. But you're... I believe that Sabbath school is a, is a foundational piece of our church that's already in place that, if done correctly, will transform youth ministry. We don't have to create these new things that, that literally this could be something that's right in front of us that could transform the rest of our week and our communities. So, All right. Well, hey, let's pray. Um, and then, yeah, please take these. If you have any questions, um, you know, feel free to, we can talk some more. And, um, but it's 1031, we got to break. Lord, thank you for the opportunity of, of meeting this morning. And I, I just pray that um, you would use us in our, in our local churches and our communities to um, just mentor young people, to live with young people and just to draw them closer to you as, as you draw us closer to you as well. Thank you uh, for being our God, and thank you for the Seventh-day Adventist Church. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www dot audioverse dot org